Hello and welcome to AFCast. I am your host, Malcolm, and today I am here with my friend Bryce. Yo, Bryce A, by the way. Yes, Bryce A, if you were here for a gaming discussion, we had Bryce Manley and also Bryce A. Um, so he's back. I'm the cooler um, one. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Um, but we're actually going to be talking about Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Uh, we have both gotten the game, we have played the game together, pretty much all of its modes. Actually, yes, all of its modes. Um, all of its multiplayer modes, that is. Um, and so, yeah, so let's get right into it. Uh, so first of all, I'm going to talk a little bit about it. It came out a week ago from uh, from when we're recording this episode, so October 12th. Um, and it was developed by Treyarch, Binox, and Raven Software. Um, and it was published by Activision. And if any of you uh, have listened to previous soundtracks for uh, Black Ops 2 uh, and 3, or like Mass Effect 1 or 2, and he's done a couple other soundtracks, but Jack Wall is doing did the soundtrack for this one again, um, and he's actually one of my favorite soundtrack um, creators, so that's just my opinion. I love when they do the zombie soundtrack, like the, yeah, the Easter eggs, yeah. when the actual singer and stuff. Yeah, it's so pretty good. good. I have a few of those songs on one of my playlists on Spotify and stuff. Yeah, so do I. I also have like the Mule Kick or uh, Double Tap Root Beer from Black Ops Three. Oh. it's so good. There's also it's also a first-person shooter. Uh, it's slash battle royale, um, and we'll get into the battle royale part later. Um, if people are new to, or if people know Call of Duty, um, it's very different. Yeah, so there is the different things that you can do is multiplayer blackout zombies and specialist hq um so now we're going to talk about those four different things um and first we're going to be talking about multiplayer so some about multiplayer uh is that it's actually the first in the series to not have auto regeneration um and what i mean by that is that there's actually a little uh like a stim thing that you stick in your arm that will give you health every time that you lose damage so it's just it's yeah so you don't you can't like just sit behind cover and wait to get regeneration you actually have to press the button makes it Um, more strategic yeah it makes it more strategic which i actually really like yeah the whole multiplayer in this game made it it's really really, it's really different and it's really strategic but i really like it yeah i like it i feel like i like it better than most of them not most about half the call of duties uh because some of them are just a bit too fast paced and weird um, World War Two. <laughs> Who said that? Yeah, and so for anybody who is mad about like Black Ops Three having the booster packs and everything like that, Black Ops Four is boots on the ground, and it actually takes place between Black Ops Two and Three. Um, so we don't have the the booster packs technically haven't been created yet at this point in time. There's also a new mini map system. Uh, and essentially what it is is that the whole minimap, it shows all the displays and stuff of buildings and ridges and stuff like that, but it's darkened out this time. And except for the uh, places where you can see the teammates uh, POV, and if you don't know what POV means, it means point of view. So you'll see like a little uh, like point of view like arrow kind of showing away from the actual... Uh, yes, I know I'm making hand gestures and they can't see it, but... <laughs> but yeah, but it shows parts of the map, um, and if they see somebody on the map, it actually reveals it on the map. Or if somebody is shooting, there's little uh, like sparks of light that will occur on the map, um, and you can actually see where they are, which makes a, a whole new meaning to Black Ops, in my opinion, since the minimap is literally blackened 
For those of you who have not played or seen videos of BO4 yet, but you have played World War II, it's the uh, Resistance uh, Division on uh, Call of Duty World War II. It's the exact same as that, but it's not like a division or a perk or anything. It's just automatically there for everyone. Yep. Uh, yeah. So that's just a little bit about the multiplayer. Uh, so let's get into some of the game modes. So there's three types of game modes. There's the featured, there's the core, and then there's hardcore. So for featured, um, there. So featured is basically like special playlists of game modes <laughs> in the game, um, or even just a couple of the new uh, game modes that they've added in from previous uh, Call of Duties. Um, so the first one is Capture Mosh Pit, which is essentially hardpoint <laughs> domination and control all mixed into one playlist. Mosh pit, uh, mosh pit. <laughs> the second one is Chaos TDM, uh, or Chaos Team Deathmatch, uh, which is kill confirmed and team deathmatch in one playlist. And then Control is one of the new ones, which uh, essentially what it is is that you take turns attacking and defending two objectives on the map. Um, and each objective has three segments, and you have to basically be the only... Your team has to, like, it. there is a contesting feature where you can't uh, fill up the segments while it's being contested, so you have to be holding it there by yourself or, like, just your team. Um, and every time that you reach a segment, the enemy team can't take that segment back. It's basically domination and search and destroy together. Yeah, well, except for... You can. There is a respawn ability. Yeah, which yeah. gives more of the domination effect. Yeah, um, and it's it's actually really fun in my opinion. It's pretty smart. I've never played um, it. I don't. Oh, really? I've I've only played one. I've only played three game modes in uh, Black Ops Four, and that's kill confirmed, free for all, and team deathmatch. I actually really don't like hardpoint or domination very much. It's, I don't like hardpoint. It's, it's just it feels too clunky in my opinion. And so control seems, well, more controlled than clunky. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. There was also free-for-all in there. I have no idea why it's in the featured list since free-for-all has been around in Call of Duty forever, I think. First, it was in the first Call of Duty game to have online multiplayer. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing changed about it or anything, so I don't know why it's in the featured, but it's there. Um, and then there's Heist, which is another new map, or not new map, new game mode. And so it's essentially capture the flag Except for you, whenever you grab this so-and-so called flag, it's actually money, and you have to get it to the um, to back to your area to extract it. Um, but if you die, then you cannot respawn during the round. But you do. It's kind of like CS:GO, where the fact that you earn money and then you can use that to buy new weapons, perks, um, and more at the start of each round. So yeah. There's also a game mode, it's also like, oh god, what game mode is it? It's in Battlefield Hardline, where you gotta capture the cash. The oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah, so that's the featured, uh, that's the stuff that's in the featured playlist. So for Core, which has just like basically all the game modes uh, here. So the first one is Control, which we've already talked about. Second one is Domination, which there are three areas uh, in the map to capture and you get points for controlling the areas on the map, um, and there's multiple rounds where each round you change starting position. And then there's free-for-all, which I already talked about, uh, which is just six to eight people um, that are all lone wolves and you know hunt for each other, trying to reach top of the leaderboard. 
Um, and then there's Hardpoint, which is capturing a single objective on the map that constantly changes position. So weird. Yeah, it's it's really strange. Um, but every time that you have control over the Hardpoint, you get points. And then there's Heist, which we already talked about as well. And then there's Kill Confirmed, which is essentially Team Deathmatch, so a 6v6. And you basically every time that you get a kill, you get a certain amount of points, but it's not considered a kill until you pick up their dog tags. And in order to deny uh, somebody else's kill, you pick up a friendly's uh, dog, tags. dog tags. So like if if there were if it was two against one, like on your team, uh, two against one, then you maybe one of them will kill your friend, and then you'll get them, and you're able to deny that other person's kill, and then claim. Or confirm that's why it's kill, called kill confirmed uh, by taking their dog tags and so yeah and then team deathmatch is basically the exact same thing except for you don't have to get their dog tags and the thing that's different between kill confirmed and team deathmatch is that kill confirmed makes you really have to fight close quarters instead of uh, far away so like snipers don't I wouldn't really recommend using or uh, people some of the new uh, like specialists that we have won't really work because their stuff is kind of like roaming or is long shot type deal, and so it wouldn't be as good. Um, and then Team Deathmatch does allow more of that long play uh, since it's automatically kill confirmed. Uh, so yeah. And Search and Destroy is you take turns defending or attacking two bomb sites, and uh, if somebody dies, then there is no respawn whatsoever. And so that can either happen where you kill everybody else on the opposite team or you successfully defend or attack one of the objectives. Basically CSGO. Yeah, but less fun. Uh, (laughs) um, That Search and Destroy is the most competitive game mode that I played in Call of Duty. I'm pretty sure. So you don't play it anymore? Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't like it because I don't play with anyone who I used to be in a... uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 2 competitive team ah, thing, yeah. and we'd always play Search and Destroy, and then I didn't really like it, but I played with them anyways. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the hardcore modes, which are basically harder versions of the core modes, and there's friendly fire, less health, and I don't know if they change it because I haven't played it, but from the other Call of Duties, there would be no mini-map either, unless you got a UAV or a counter UAV, which shows you where enemies are on the map. So, the first hardcore mode is hardcore domination. Same thing as core domination, or as normal domination, but like I said with the stuff before. That's how it is for all of these that you're about to list. So, there's hardcore free-for-all, kill confirmed, uh, search and destroy, and hardcore team deathmatch. And those are all the same as what I I described what hardcore was in this, so. Yeah. So, now we're going to move on to the specialists. Um, and there are six old ones from Call of Duty Black Ops 3, or technically new in this time period, since it located... Let's just not get into it. Uh, but, um, anyway, it's Battery, Firebreak, Nomad, Prophet, Ruin, and Seraph. And I will say that they aren't the uh, same thing at all as they were in Black Ops 3. Um, like some of them better. have, yeah, some of them have similar stuff, but I do like the op, the or specialist better than I did in Black Ops Three. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's four new ones, uh, which is Ajax, Crash, Recon, and Torque. So I'll start off right at the beginning with Ajax. 
Um, so his specialization is area clearance. And essentially what that means is just that he can basically, well, like it says, it, you just clear out an area. You can absolutely demolish people in a small area if you have uh, his equipment or weaponry ready. Um, and one of his, and his equipment item is he can use a nine bang. The most broken thing in the game. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think they're going to nerf it sometime soon because it is pretty broken. But essentially what it is, is uh, it's a flashbang um, that you can fill up to three segments. It depends on how long you hold the trigger on the nine bang before you throw it. Um, and the first segment does three flashbangs. Second segment does six flashbangs. And then the nine, and then the nine does nine flashbangs, which is absolutely insane because you literally cannot do anything while you're flashed except for move slowly around in a circle. So, um, and you can't see like anything. You can hit fire, but that's about it. So it's a pretty tough situation to be in. Um, that's why it's area clearance because you can just throw one of those in the room and just absolutely demolish everyone. And then his weaponry item is a ballistic shield. Um, and what this is, is it's quite literally a ballistic shield, except for he has a Glock that he can use. He can either put his shield away, not away, but he can put his shield to the side and hit fire with the pistol, or he can uh, take he can actually take the Glock and stick it inside of the shield, and it opens up a slot that allows you to shoot through the shield, which is really overpowered. Um, you do have a certain amount of bullets that you can use, so it's not that broken, and also it's based on time. Uh, so either one of those run out, then it's done. All right, so the next specialist, which is one for Black Ops 3, is Battery. Um, she is a demolition class, I guess you could say, too. But her equipment is a cluster grenade. Basically, it's a grenade that... It's a sticky grenade that f you throw, of course. And then when it explodes, it explodes I don't know how many it times. Makes, it makes baby oh, grenades. Oh, yeah. It makes little baby grenades. <laughs> little baby grenades that go boom. Yeah, as soon as, it, as soon as it hits a wall, it'll stick to the wall or person if you manage to get a person. And it acts like a normal frag grenade, except for the, fragment, the fragments... Um, are mini grenades so you can get an initial kill using the cluster grenade and then another kill or multiple kills using different clusters that came out of it it's, it's really fun it's pretty uh, it's pretty overpowered if you can use it correctly and then her uh special weapon equip not equipment but her special weapon her weaponry yeah, yeah her weaponry is the war machine it there's it's, it's from black ops 3 yeah I don't know what it was in Black Ops 3 because I only played it like a few times, but it's a... It's basically a China Lake grenade launcher. Yes, it's, liter it's literally a grenade launcher. If you hit a wall, it will bounce and explode. If you hit a person, it explodes on contact if it hits a person. And there's six shots, I believe, or nine? Uh, six shots, yeah. Okay. So the next one is Crash, which is one of the older, or not older ones, newer ones. Um, and his specialization is team support. Um, his equipment is an assault pack, which he can put on the ground, and essentially what people can do, they can come up to it, and they can hold X, and it'll shoot, like, a little ammo pack at them, and it gives them extra ammo. It's actually a lot more useful than it sounds, because there's a lot of times where I run out of ammo, um, and clashes there, and it's really helpful. And then his weaponry is called TAC-5, and essentially what this is, it's basically a little iPad that he has, um, where he selects everyone's name on the team, um, and it gives them a boost up to 200 health because you initially have 150 health. Oh, so I was 100. 
So um, even if you're even if the teammate is all the way down to 25, it goes all the way up to 200. Um, and yeah, very useful. Yes, it is. Okay, so the next one I'm gonna talk about is Firebreak. He's probably my favorite besides Ruin, but um, his specialization is aerial deni- area, area denial, denial, which I yeah. don't know what that is actually. Well, uh, area denial is just that there's literally an area around him that he can just, oh. or an area around the map that he can just absolutely deny people from going to. All right. For a short amount of time. Okay. Which brings to the equipment, the reactor. Basically, he brings out this like little generator thingy that develops radiation and will, and you hold the right bumper or yeah, R one or two, and if you're playing PlayStation, RB whatever it is, yeah. Um, and it'll charge up the radiation, do more damage to enemies nearby. Uh, don't hold it up for too long because eventually it'll it'll reach a little red bar, it'll start damaging you, and if you keep holding it, it'll eventually kill you. But other than that, it's really good. Yeah, it can uh, it can hurt people through walls. Um, so it base it literally and creates an area that denies people. So. And on different levels, because yeah, I got and, killed by one yeah. when I was in a basement. Of it a works map. vertically and horizontally, um, and it's pretty OP. It's pretty big AOE, which is area of effect, I believe. Yes, it, it's a very big AOE. Yeah, and his weaponry is the purifier, basically a flamethrower. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. All it is is a flamethrower. As soon as you get one a one tap on somebody with the flamethrower, they're basically dead. It's a flamethrower with a sweet name. Yeah. The Purifier. The next one is Nomad, which is my personal favorite so far with playing the game. Um, And his specialization is Ambush Tactics. Um, So his equipment is a mesh mine, which is is essentially a little slingshot that he has where he shoots mines that attach to walls, and you get two at a time every time that it's activated. And they'll actually create a laser tripwire if they're in proximity of each other. Um, and so if somebody walks through that trip wire, then they will get blown up. Um, and now it does full damage when it has, when there's two of them. Um, but it only does a, uh, it's not a small portion. It's a pretty large portion when there's just one of them that you walk past. Um, so like if you set it up so that way there's just one but there in a doorway. More than two. There could be more than two. Yeah, you can have, I'm pretty sure you can have like four at a time. You can have up, you'll, you can only shoot two before it has to recharge. Then you can shoot another two, but the, if, they're all in proximity of each other. They'll all create their own laser points. Yeah, so you can literally create a room that is just every single exit is blocked off. I've by done that it. before. Yeah, so have I. I've just created, like, I put one <laughs> in each corner. It just created a giant laser grid that people could not get through. Um, and his weaponry is a canine unit named Juno. Bark, bark. Uh, <laughs> and all, all it does is it goes around ripping people's starts out. That's... It's that's literally what it does. Basically, a guard dog from Call of Duty Ghost. Yes, actually, um, exactly. Except you can have it roam. Yeah, you can have it. You can have it either protect you, which means it just basically roams around the map uh, in a close, not close. It, it has a pretty loose proximity They'll around you. you. Um, yeah, um, or you can actually set it to a certain area um, that you're standing in, so it so it has an area of effect that it will attack people in. So, like if you're playing hardpoint. You could probably set Juno to protect one of the hard points that you're standing in. So if anybody comes into the hard point, Juno will just wreck them. And it takes a lot of damage to kill her. Okay, so the next one is Prophet. Prophet. His specialization is remote disruption. Again, don't really know what that does. Uh, it, ac- it basically just 
makes it so many people can't exactly move or use different utilities. Oh yeah, which brings us to the next thing. His uh, he has a seeker mine, which is basically a little arse remote control thing. It's a uh, it's automatic. Oh yeah, automatic. Sorry, not remote control. That will run around. If it finds someone, it shoots an electrical laser. Yeah, it's basically it's basically a roaming taser gun that will find the closest target and tase them. And but if you press X in time, it your person you're playing as will just destroy it. Yeah, your your person will be able to like take off the thing that it shoots at, or you can destroy it like it's a regular RCXD. I yeah. think it needs to be a buffed. I think it needs to get buffed a little bit. Yeah. In my personal opinion. His weaponry, sorry, is a Tempest. 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 Which was, it was the name of his newer weapon that's in Black Ops 3, but it's a uh, sniper rifle, which I prefer. Oh, yes. In Black Ops 4. It's the sniper rifle that just shoots electric. Like, yes. it's basically a taser that's a sniper. Except for, it does, it's not an insta-kill, like it is in Black Ops 3. It only does half the damage, but it will still have that thing where it will connect to people around you. Um, so if you shoot if you shoot two into somebody, it'll kill them. But if you only shoot one, it'll only do half their damage. Um, and it only lasts, like, a few seconds. I don't know how long. Like, I think you get... I think you got about a good five seconds before people are able to come out of it. Um, so, yeah. So, the uh, the next one is Recon, which his specialization is Intel Operations. And so his equipment is a sensor dart. Um, and he can shoot this anywhere uh, on the map. And it'll essentially... So, I talked about how the map will darken... Um, and how you can see it lighten up whenever there's somebody shooting or if there's uh, the uh, player's pr perspective. And this sensor dart basically lights up an area on the map where you can see everybody who comes into that light area that is an enemy. So, yeah, so you can hide this in really obscure places and only people with equipment can see it or if somebody's, like, really looking for it for whatever reason. So his weaponry is the vision pulse. So essentially what this is, it sends out multiple pulses into the map, um, each one with about a two-second area between each pulse, and it, sh it literally outlines the entire person in red. Um, so you just see these red people running around through walls and stuff, and so you're able to kill through walls and anything like that. Um, so you are able to kill Recon before his second pulse comes out. So you can, you can make us so that he only has one pulse, um, so it's kind of frustrating. I mean, it makes sense. All right, so next is my personal favorite in the game is Ruin. His specialization is frontal assault. His equipment is the grap is a grappling hook, pretty much, or a grapple gun, which basically is what it sounds like. You aim at a surface. It's in a certain distance, I've noticed, but I don't know what. And you'll hold RB. Again, I'm doing weird hand motions that you can't see. Uh, you'll aim at the spot you want to grapple to, and you'll shoot it. And then it'll grapple you to that area. And you can also double jump. You can also jump again once it uh, yeah, you reaches can, you the can, area. You can detach partway through by pressing A, and it'll create like a little jump. Yeah. Um, his weaponry is the same as it was in... Uh, Black Ops, 3. Black Ops 3, except it's a gravity slam. It's a, so he has this big, like, I don't know what it is, this big tube thing that yeah, he slams it's, the ground. It's a giant instead cylinder. Of two, instead of two spikes. Uh, it's, I don't think there's any difference with it at it, all. It basically looks like the reactor core. Yes, except poof. Yeah, so next is Seraph, um, which Seraph is from Black Ops 3. 
Um, her specialization is tactical command, um, and this is mainly because of her equipment, which is a tact deploy. And the tact deploy is literally creating another respawn on the map. So you want to put it in a tactical position um, that allows people on your team to deploy at that position, hence the name tact deploy. So it's actually really useful for stuff like control, hardpoint, domination, uh, stuff like that, because you're able to put it into the objective that you're trying to control or that you're trying to take over or anything like that, um, or even that you're trying to defend. Um, but pe but it is pretty obvious because it's literally a giant sensor that like sits up. Um, so it's pretty obvious to find. Um, so you want to put it in a good spot where people aren't able to shoot it easily. And her weaponry is the exact same as Black Ops 3, which was the Annihilator, which is essentially an overpowered uh, magnum uh, or a revolver or whatever it is. I'm pretty sure it's a magnum. A gun. Yeah, it's a, it's a gun. <laughs> um, and I think it shoots like uranium bullets or something like that. So it can it can kill anyone at any range and it can it can do collateral through everything. And it's an instant shot. So it's it's pretty it's a pretty insane gun, but you only have six shots, um, and it doesn't last very long. Only six. Um, so. Alright, I'm going to be doing the last character, which is Torque. In my opinion, the most annoying character to go up against. <laughs> His specialization is Path Blocking, which this which will explain. Which is why it's the most it's annoying. annoying one. His equipment is Razor Wire. Basically what you think it sounds, it's barbed wire on the ground. Yeah, and did. if you walk into it, you'll take you'll get stuck and take damage and kill and will kill you. That's all I know. Yeah, I it's think. it's just it's actually really big as well. It takes forever to destroy. Yeah, it does. Um, and I don't think it runs out either. I think you mm -mm. you actually have to destroy it. Yep. I think you can only have two at a time though. Yep. Just like C four, and uh, like another Call of Duties. His weaponry is a barricade. Literally what it sounds like, except if you guys ever played, I'm going to be doing this because I never, because this is how I remember it. If you've ever played Black Ops 2, there was a score streak called The Guardian, and basically it's a barricade. That was in Black Ops 3 as well. Oh, it was? Yep. Uh, so he puts on this barricade, you can hide behind it, it'll protect you, and if someone walks in front of it, it has the Guardian effect and will well, slow except, you down. And, except for it's much more powerful. And it's, will like kill it, you instantly almost. It, it kills you within like four seconds yeah. at, at max health and it slows you down to like you're not moving at all it's really so good. as soon as you're in the middle of it you're gone there's nothing that you can do um it's basically just a giant barricade microwave <laughs> microwave which is as i said which is why he's the most annoying character to go up against yeah yeah because you're you're literally able to just like once again so like a lot of these people are better in some objective and some uh matches than others some like, maps too so like Profit, I would say like Team Deathmatch or Kill Confirms is pretty good um, to use him for. Same thing with Ruin. Um, but I'd say like people like uh, Torque or Recon um, would be good for uh, like Domination, Control, anything like that. Because you're just able to block people off from going a certain way and just take control of whatever you want to. But you do have to uh, take caution, um, especially in games like Hardpoint where, it's con where the objective is moving or that rounds don't last that long. So you want to use your stuff wisely. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was all the specialists. That was 10 specialists, if you were not counting, which you probably weren't, because that would be weird. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know. Just just don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> and there's also a, a 
it's a lot of remakes um, and then there's a couple new ones as well um, and so the maps are that you can look up are jungle slums summit Firing Range, Arsenal, Contraband, Frequency, Gridlock, Hacienda, Icebreaker, Militia, Morocco, Payload, uh, and Seaside. And I will have those in the description for those of you who want to look it up if you still haven't gotten the game yet and you're considering it. Um, and Nuketown will be coming out in the game, but it'll be coming out in November. Um, I'm kind of disappointed that it didn't come out on release. Um, it did the same with Black Ops 3 as well. Yeah. So it's, eh, it's eh, but yeah. But that's cool that they're coming back. I knew they, they, Black Ops is not Black Ops without Nuketown. I know, right? Yeah, that's what. That's why I was like, why isn't there, um, why isn't there Nuketown? I mean, there is Nuketown in Blackout. There's there? there? Yeah, there's literally an island that is. Uh, oh uh, yeah, you told Nuke, me that. Nuketown. Yeah, um, and I'll explain what I just said more later. Anyway, the pros for this. Uh, one of the pros for this is I like how they have map throwbacks and it has some new maps and it has it actually Lovely. has a lot of older Black Ops references in all the game modes. Um, and the entire game has a ton of Black Ops 1, 2, and 3 references. Yeah. Like, I mean, the Specialist HQ, you got your instructor, Sergeant Frank Woods, for Black Ops 1. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Another thing that is more for my sake... Uh, <laughs> because I'm a big achievement hunter, of course. Um, is the calling card challenges. For those of you who don't know, there are certain calling cards that you can get in the game, and each of these calling cards have their own challenges, uh, besides the default ones, obviously. And so now, they are way more fair than they were in Black Ops 3. Black Ops 3, they were like about like 70% of them were pretty much next to impossible, unless you played the game for five hours a day uh, to get all of them. But these are a lot more fair, and I feel like I could get all of them done if I uh, tried hard. The next one is uh, smart designs. Uh, it's just like it just had really smart designs for unique equipment and weaponry um, because it was it's a very tactical game. So uh, some so also another pro is uh, the smart designs for the unique equipment and weaponry for each of the ten specialists. I thought they were really well designed. Um, some of them are a bit glitchy uh, in places, so that kind of takes us into our cons, which one of them is that uh, the Seeker and Juno, which are two of the roaming uh, equipment and weaponry, they will sometimes just spin in circles. <laughs> They'll just like, like Juno will chase its tail and then the robot will just be glitching out or something. Um, and it's really annoying because they'll get stuck in doorways a lot. Um, Sounds like me in real life. Amen. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, so it's just, it's really frustrating because it feels like it wastes your time, especially when people can then just shoot at the doorway and get the kill on Juno or destroy the Seeker, and then it just wastes the person's ability. Um, and it's really frustrating. Um, another thing is that the Nine Bang is way too OP. It is broken. Uh -huh. So yeah, it's just, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't. It makes sense why they put it in the game, but just the mechanics of how it all works is a bit too much. They're going to nerf it, it's obvious. Also, I want to say I forgot to mention about how spawning is still terrible, like in every Call of Duty game. Come on, Activision and stuff, and Treyarch and all of those companies, whatever. Make the spawning better. I'm tired of, oh, okay, let's go out and kill. Oh, I'm dead again. Oh, I can't even move now. Yeah, 
because there have been multiple scenarios and I'm only like level 30 at this point that it's just that I've been that the team will literally just spawn kill everyone and it doesn't make sense like why we wouldn't just uh, flip spawns or just the fact that like people can literally just set up on different parts of the map and, and then spawn kill everything everyone that you uh, that occurs and then it takes a couple minutes not a couple minutes it takes it takes about a minute to get back in control of it but that also a lot of the time they'll still manage to man like get you into spawn killing again so it's yeah so that all of that kind of leads to it being unbalanced um most of the games that i've been in it's felt unbalanced um either because players are like really good and like and so i've been playing the game for a while or something like that um, and I'm still over here and I haven't played much of the game, or it's just the fact that some of the stuff is broken, like the nine bang is just way too OP, um, or sometimes stuff will glitch out. Um, the game is not optimized yet. That part is obvious. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so that was, that was all our multiplayer stuff. Call of Pub Night! Oh God. Okay. Well, that's gonna be a meme now. Great. Okay, so there's. It's already started. It's already started. Um, so this next thing is called Blackout, and some stuff about it is that it is a battle royale, which is why he said Call of Pub Night. Um, Still better than Fortnite, though. Oh, <laughs> roasted. How to um, get? How yeah, to I, I feel like audience. I'd rate it PUBG Blackout Fortnite. For worse, I thought you were like Fortnite. I thought you hated Fortnite. Yeah, I, I don't like Fortnite. No. So this is actually... The thing that's cool about this, though, is that this is the first Call of Duty game um, to have a Battle Royale mode. And the part that's interesting about that is that a <clears throat> lot of people think that the battle, that Blackout ruined Call of Duty. And I'm sitting here like, you do realize that this is the first time they've done it out of all of their games. Because it's not Call of Duty. It's not what they're used to. So it's, that means you must have found the articles I was talking about when we brought this up. Yeah, it's just, like, it's... I don't know, it's just... it. It's fine, in my opinion. I like it. It's, I, yeah, I like They I did like something it. new, and yeah, there could be so much things that could be better about But it's their Elf. first time making it, and it's really good. It's, especially yeah. since they had to make a multiplayer as well, which is what they usually exactly. do, and as zombies. And they usually put a lot of effort into multiplayer and zombies, and now they've added this new game mode. Um, and I enjoy it. So yeah, I, I enjoy it too. A lot of people don't. I feel like it's pretty 50-50 split in the it, community. It really is. And yeah, so it's the same thing as PUBG and Fortnite where it's up to 100 players in each match. Um, and you can actually unlock different uh, characters to play as. Um, they haven't been released. I bet you that you can find videos on how to get some of the characters, but it doesn't exactly tell you how to get the characters. Um, so I'm interested to, to figure out how to do that myself. And then there are also uh, land, sea, and air vehicles that are in the game. They all suck. They do all suck. It's They're all super loud um, and super obnoxious. It's And a lot of... They're like... Like, if you try to stop in any of them, either it'll stop instantly and immediately start going backwards, and then it's hard to, like, stop it, or sometimes when you try to stop it, it'll just, like, keep going. We have a lot of fun with them, though. We could do a lot of funny stuff with them. Well, the thing is, is that the map is pretty small, 
and you That's can true. get around really quickly already. Like you That's don't true. you don't need the vehicles, especially with how loud they are. You can hear people across the map whenever they're using even a four by four. I don't know. It's just it's one of the poor poorly done things, in my opinion. In this, actually, it's really poorly done. Like holy crap. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so you can either play this uh, solo. Uh, or du or in duos or in a squad um, or e if you want to you can play with three people but that means that you'd have to play as a three-person squad which means that you will be against teams of four but you will at least get to play um, as three yeah so you can select any of uh, you can either you can select duo uh, you can select solo duo or uh, quad and in any of these you can actually turn off people joining your game so you can actually play like a solo duo game which means that there will be a bunch of pairs and then they'll just only be you or you could even play a solo quad game or a duo quad game or a triple quad game um and without a without extra people on your team and try to beat the other quads like that like in PUBG, i love whenever i'm playing solo most of the time i love playing uh solo squad that's pretty fun yeah, it's just it's because it gives a lot of competition, and the first time that I won, it was filled me up with so much satisfaction. Because no, I solo game yet? I mean, by the end of it, I had like nineteen kills <laughs> because I just won a bunch of went against a, a bunch of uh, groups of four. Um, but yeah, um, there's also a barrier uh, like PUBG and Fortnite uh, that closes in on a random spot on the map, um, and it's called the collapse. And you also, when you first drop in to the game, you start out with 150 health, but you can get up to 200 health in total. And there's also uh, there's stashes that you can find with better loot than what you can just find on the ground. And then there's also care packages that will come into the game. Um, and then there's also a there's a giant beacon that goes up into the sky. I don't know if it happens immediately. Or if it, it takes a couple minutes for it to spawn or anything like that. But it basically, it's a really OP loot box that is protected by zombies. Um, which I thought was a really cool idea. That they added zombies into blackout mode. I thought that was brilliant. And they also added mystery box and ray gun. Yep. And so that's what that's what this loot box is. Is that it can sometimes contain that ray gun. Um, but I think it only has like 20 shots or something like that. But it's still really OP. Uh, so now we're going to talk a little bit about what you can look out for so you can look out for like a backpack which is pretty common in battle royales to look for and then you can find armor from levels one to three you can also find healing items from level one to three the first one does 25 health second one does 50 health and the third one does 200 health so a pretty big jump and then there's also a recon drone that you can find, which is pretty cool because you you literally it's basically like an RCXD except for it doesn't explode. So you can go around and drive it around in like grass or something and find someone, and then kill them and then you can pick it back up and use it later. Someone say Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> this drone's a lot bigger though. It's like that's true. It's like a it's one of those toy cars times ten that you can get as a kid that's remote control. Uh, there are also eight ammo types in the game. Uh, I'm not going to list all of them because, I mean, there's really no point. Um, and then there's also 15 gun attachments that you can get for your weapons. Uh, not every single attachment that you can find can go on all the weapons. So don't go hunting for 15 attachments to put on your one gun to make it <laughs> the most OP freaking thing ever. Especially since four of them are scopes. 
Like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you don't want to have a two times... Four scopes on one gun. What would that be? That would be a, a two times, a three times, a four times, and a six times. So that'd be two times three would be six. And then six times four is 24. And then 24 times six is 144. So you, you, if you I really want see. to, you could have 144 times. <laughs> I can see you across the map. Um, yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah. Uh, so, and then there's all types of weapons uh, in the games except for knives. So this is like SMGs, assault rifles, LMGs, uh, even rocket launchers if you really want to. And then oh there's a God. couple others that I didn't mention. All right, so there are also special perks that you can find uh, around the map. And you can only activate uh, them for a certain amount of time, depending on what it is. So they range anywhere from like two minutes to five minutes. And you can only activate each type of perk twice. Um, so if you find two uh, perks, you will not be allowed to uh, grab another one, even if you've used both of them uh, already. Um, a few examples uh, is Skulker. Uh, which basically allows you to move faster while you're, uh, like, what's prone. it called? Crouch and prone. Crouch and prone. I was about to say sitting, but that's not right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then there's also Looter, which allows you to see different loot items that are around you and loot boxes as well through walls and also floors and ceilings and everything like that. And then there's also one called Consumer, which basically allows you to use medical equipment and, like, uh, other perks, actually. Uh, faster than how you usually would and another thing that i actually forgot to mention about the health is that you can actually use it while you're walking uh you can use that different health items while you're walking or while you're like in combat or something you can't shoot while you're using it but you can like you don't have to be sitting still like you do in some games uh to use it is there bullet drop Yes, there's bullet drop. There is. Yeah, they added. Uh, they added um, distance or not distance. They added time and also bullet drop to uh, the guns. I don't know if it's the same in multiplayer. Um, I don't think it matters because it's close range anyway. Exactly. But there is bullet drop now in Blackout, especially with how OP that would be if you had a tactical rifle or a sniper rifle and you were able to just snipe someone from across the map and instantly get them. All right. So I I want to say that the specialist equipment and weaponry you can find in the Blackout game mode, you could get Ajax, 9-bang, batteries, cluster grenade, ruined grappling hook, torques, barricade, and razor wire, and pulses, sensor dart. Uh, Re recons. Recon, recon sensor dart. But then yeah. you could get other normal equipment like a s smoke screen, basically a smoke grenade, trophy system, which will shoot at uh, other like throwables or like equipment. Uh, yeah, it, it'll destroy any grenades that get thrown there go. near it. It'll, like, disrupt it or something. I don't know. It's kind of dumb. But. <laughs> There's also acid bombs, which I believe is new from zombies. Yes. Uh, you got normal frag grenades, and then, of course, my personal favorite, Molotov cocktails. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's more than that. Um, there's even a sentry that you can get. There's literally a sentry turret that you can um, get. At least I think... Why don't we get a nuke? I could be wrong on that. Actually, I think I am wrong on that. Um, I'm, thinking of, I'm, I'm thinking of zombies. Um, but they actually also have the uh, the uh, symbol monkey. Oh, monkey bomb? Yeah. Sweet. Except for you, you like, it's super heavy or something because you can, like, barely throw it at all. Um, and so it's kind of annoying, but still. Um, you can also, like, if 
anything that you find, like I only mentioned a few of the perks, we only mentioned uh, some of the equipment, um, anything like that you can, and you're a bit confused on something like that, anything like that. Um, if you're playing Blackout and you pick up an item that you don't know what it is, you can go into your inventory and if you select it, then it will, uh, or if you hover the crosshairs over it, then it will show you a description on the side of uh, your screen about what it is and what it does. Um, and it's fairly useful. It did get me killed multiple times, but I was just learning. So, I mean, you should be fine to do that a couple of times because, I mean, it's going to take time to learn everything. Um, but once you get good at it, it's, it's pretty fun. Um, so I definitely recommend playing the new game mode, even if you don't think it'll be good, because I bet you, you will find it fun in some way. Um, and so, yes, yeah, so that was all the loot stuff that you can get. Um, so there's also Blackout. So the Blackout map uh, has basically all the sites that you can go to, um, or all the named sites on the map that you can go to. Um, at least I think, I think there's a couple of them that aren't, uh, that aren't, um, maps, um, but a lot of maps that are from multiplayer are actually included into, uh, the Blackout map, which I think is cool. So they have, like, I think there's, uh, Hacienda, Hacienda, um... Oh, the map? Yeah. Oh, here, I just have that up. Um, and then there's also, there's even... The entirety of Nuketown Island is completely separate from the rest of the map as well that you can go to that's connected by two bridges. Um, so if you want, I I don't know if that, I actually haven't been there yet, but I, I don't know if it's going to be the new one or if uh, it's one of the older maps or if it's just completely in, uh, individual from everything else. All right, there's Nuketown Island, Array, Rivertown, Fracking, Asylum, oh yeah, fracking. Hydro fracking, Dam, yeah. Train station, construction site, and firing range. So it's it's pretty cool because you know you can go into these areas. Um, they basically create a little escape paths that you can go to, or just that you don't get killed when you leave the area, <laughs> which is nice. Um, Another side so, note yeah. to confirm what Malcolm was saying: you cannot get sentry guns at Blackout. I just okay, googled okay. it. Yeah, I didn't think you could. That's why I was kind of like hesitating when i was saying it but you can get it in zombies so i think i was just mixing it up with that so now we're going to move on to the pros and cons of blackout the one of the pros for me is that it still feels like call of duty like it feels like a battle royale but exactly. it, but it has its own call of duty spin it's on got it. the call of duty vibe yeah i like that i like that too um and it's not just because it uses the equipment or weaponry or weapons anything like that it just has that feel it just feels like call of duty yeah it just feels like call of duty which is great and i think that's amazing um and brilliant that they managed to do that i was even watching a video of them playing blackout uh of like the developers playing blackout and they were like and they were like we were we didn't think that we could do it but we were really proud that the blackout game mode feels like call of duty yeah. like it doesn't feel separate from call of duty it feels it feels like it belongs where it is i got a pro that i just discovered too um blackout is also split screen yes which i never knew um is it i don't i think it's four-way split it's up screen. to four yeah it's four-way split yeah. screen which yeah, is so it's really just, cool so it's just like multiplayer or zombies because not too many games do that anymore it's usually two-way split yeah, screen now it's pretty much like halo and call of duty or like the racing two, games two, are all yeah, two-player split screen now yeah it's sad. there's not a lot of so there's there's two definitions of family games one of them is split screen so i 
I kind of want them to bring back family games with the split screen. Like Mario Party or something, even? I mean, yeah, I guess, even. I mean, I don't play that stuff very much, but yeah, even that. Because I there's so many people that I know that's in the gaming community that are just frustrated that they can't just invite a friend over to play a game because me and my dad play xbox all the time together and half the games that we get that we both are interested to we can't play together yeah or like if i want to like there are times where i'll have a small get together with friends um but now i don't have those as much anymore because a lot of what we do is play games and so that's mainly the thing that we want to do um so it's it's kind of frustrating in that sense, um, but we really like that Call of Duty is keeping that, and I'm pretty sure, just like Halo 5, if they stopped doing split screen like Halo 5 did, then the fans would be... PO'd. Yeah, they'd be, they'd be really mad. And yeah, so like I said, Halo 5 actually didn't do that, and everyone who was a fan of halo, halo 5 didn't have split screen no they people demolished halo oh 5 God. because it was it wasn't split screen and so now now 343 is like whoa, whoa, whoa okay we'll, we'll bring we'll, it back we'll, we'll bring it back because <laughs> that was like one of the first things they said when they did the world premiere of uh halo infinite um <laughs> don't worry guys they're, they're we'll like, have don't, split don't screen. worry it'll don't have worry. split screen how to um, go from black ops 4 to halo <laughs> ultimate competitors i believe Competitive I, I highly doubt it. Oh, no, sorry, that's Battlefield and uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, probably. Probably more like it, yeah. People, my friend used to think that all the different Call of Duties were created by different people and that they're all competing with each other. I'm like, you do realize that they're all the same. It's all a branch of Activision, actually. Yeah. It's all owned by the same people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we went on a super rant there. Uh, <laughs> Join us next week for Random Rants with Malcolm and Bryce. Yep. So there's also I also I thought it was an amazing idea for them to add a PVE system with the zombies in there. Um, and so for those of you who don't understand what PVE is, it's player versus environment, um, which includes AIs. And so the zombies would be considered the AIs in this scenario. And I think it's really cool. Like it's the same thing with um, the dark zone in the division. Is that's a PVE area where you can either go against other people. Or you can go against AIs that will be in the environment. So, yeah, it's, it's just really cool and really smart, um, in my opinion. And I actually would like to see a new game mode made in Blackout where they actually have, like, zombies that will come after you. Or zombies that will come out of the ground or something like that. Or zombie-infested areas. Um, if you get and killed it's by a zombie, still battle royale. If yeah. the zombie infects you, you become a zombie, that'd be sweet. Kind of like turn for Black Ops Oh, yeah, that would, that would actually be really cool. Yeah, that yeah, I I've always wanted like Call of Duty to make some kind of zombie. Um, they did it in Black Ops Two, but that wasn't like you killing. It was like kind of like infection for uh, Halo or something like that. Or flood and from Halo Four specific, specifically. Yeah, so yeah, I think it would just be really cool. This goes for a lot of battle royales, but I feel like this goes for Blackout specifically. Is that there's lots of ways to play. There's a lot of unique ways to do. Uh, different things like you can you because you can pick up whatever you want you don't have to pick up everything that you find so you so some people might try to find a tactical rifle or sniper rifle and get a perk that's called iron lungs where you can hold your breath longer while doing that um there are some people that will just like camp in the middle of the circle and try to get as many kills as they can there are some people that will 
um, that will just be super loud and obnoxious flying a helicopter around shooting everyone that they can. There will be people who pick up cluster grenades, people who don't pick up cluster grenades, people who play more tactically, people who play more aggressively. And so all of the different things that are added into Blackout allows for that individuality, and I find that amazing. As long as I kill people, I'm happy. <laughs> Not sure what to say to that. <laughs> I mean, because from a video game standpoint, yes. And then... Real life, too. And Oh. <laughs> Just we'll move on to the cons now. The cops are on their way. Um, yeah, we got to wrap this up quick. Um, so the first con that I have listed is that it felt rushed. And the reason I say this is because the graphics are eh. I mean, I can, I can understand this is their first blackout. Like this, I mean, their first battle royale. This is their first um like anything this is their first making of vehicles that like, you could actually drive that you can actually drive well kind of there's some in story mode you well, get to drive but yeah but that's, that's like different. that's that's way different like these you're you have complete control of you can uh like fly you can ride a boat you can drive um and so it's just it felt rushed because a lot of this stuff is kind of unbalanced or unfair like if you have a piece of armor equipped and your enemy doesn't, then the enemy's screwed because the the armor is just so overpowered and um like a lot of the stuff is just too OP for blackout in my opinion. Um like the nine bang is just it's absolutely unfair in like I can understand a nine bang in the multiplayer because you're able to respawn. But in blackout, once you're down to like a one v one situation and somebody throws a nine bang at you, then you're done for. Like it's really unfair, and it's just it's the same. It's just the same thing. Like with the armor, if you have level three armor, you're not gonna die. Like you'll have to you'll have to have multiple people shooting at you at the same time in order for them to kill you as fast as it would to kill each one of them individually. So I don't know. I think it's kind of dumb, mm-hmm. but. Also, just like we mentioned earlier, the vehicles are next to useless. They are so loud, um, and they're just, they're obnoxiously, like, they have the Halo driving style, which I hate the Halo driving st- oh, style, with the, uh, the joysticks left, literally, yeah, the, the joystick back. movement. Uh, um, hope you're taking notes, Activision. <laughs> um, I doubt people, uh, Activision's listening to my podcast, but, I mean, hell, if they are. Never uh, know. I, I don't know. That'd be great, though. <laughs> I'm sure I'd get much pop- much more popular. <laughs> um, Shout out to Activision. So, that's... Uh, do you have any cons that you want to add? or No, but next part's my favorite part. Zombies! Yeah, zombies. So, I feel like zombies is one of the most favorite when it comes to Black Ops. It's a Black Ops original. All the other companies copied it. I mean, yeah, sure, that's all a branch. They're all working together, but back off Treyarch, man. Treyarch originally built it, made it in World at War. They're the they're the OGs, <laughs> and nothing could be much better than the Black Op than a Treyarch zombies in yeah. Black, in a Call of Duty game. He's very passionate. Actually, pretty much all of my friends that play Black Op zombies are very passionate about it. Um, I'm also so. a beast at it. Um, so you can have one to four people playing, like we mentioned earlier. You can have split screen, or you can be playing a multiplayer. Um, you can actually play publicly, or you can play in a private match. 
um, which basically means that you either play with random people if your lobby isn't full or not. And then there's uh, there's a new story now, um, and also a remake of the old story. And the remake of the old story is called Aether, while the new story is called Chaos. Um, and so you do have two different loadouts for each one that you can have. There's also a new rush game mode, which has like wave, which is just the waves of zombies. It's there's no Easter eggs. You play the same maps though. I'm pretty sure you can still get pack a punch. Mm -hmm. Probably. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can still get pack a punch, and you can do like challenges and stuff. But it's not like you can beat the main person or something like that. That's in the Easter egg, or anything like that. But you can get like wonder weapons and that type of deal, or the shield. Anything like that. Shield's amazing on this game. And the, shield is, the shield is basically just like Ajax's thing. Yeah, it's just surprising. Except for it has an OP melee system as well. Just amazing because it was terrible in the old, older Black Ops games when they had it. Or BO2 in specific, uh, more specifically. It sucked. Yeah. Yeah, another thing is that you can have custom loadouts for going into the match. That's um, cool. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the custom loadouts... Uh, after we talk about uh, the maps and stories, or maps or stories, because the maps are the story. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so there's one DLC one that I'm not going to be talking about because you can only get that if you have Season Pass or like uh, Advanced Edition of... Um, it's a DLC map? Oh, yeah, it's a DLC map. Activision, don't become like Ubisoft or EA. Ubisoft doesn't do that. Ubisoft? I thought Ubisoft... Well, Ubisoft has DLCs, but they don't... Like, make it so that's the main part of their game. Oh. Okay, don't be like EA, then. Yes, don't be like EA. That's that's what I say in pretty much every other one of my reviews of a game, um, I feel like. Uh, it's but, a shame. <laughs> it really is. Uh, yeah, Ubisoft mainly is uh, customization stuff is the only thing that they use real money for. Um, and then the DLCs isn't part of the main game. So there is also Blood of the Dead, uh, not also. There is Blood of the Dead, which is the Aether story, um, which is the which is actually the Alcatraz Federal uh, Penitentiary. Mob of the Dead is back. Yep. Uh, so it's the remake of the uh, Black Ops Two map uh, in Zombies. Um, I don't know if it's the same story or if it's just the same map. Hey Treyarch, if you're there, you guys should remake Nuketown Zombies. Yeah. <laughs> um, they also have Voyage of Despair, which is the Chaos story, so one of the newer stories. Um, and that's actually located in the Titanic, and it'll actually slowly flood as you play. What? Um, yeah, or something like that. I, it, it, it either floods or you drain water from different areas, and that's what you pay money for instead of doors. I forget which one it is, but yeah. You guys ever wondered how the Titanic sank? There you go. Zombies sunk the Titanic. Yep, exactly. Zombies did everything. Zombies even... Never mind, I'm the not going to go there. The government, it, the government did a cover-up job. Just like... Because the zombies um, died out with it. The last one, which is so far the one that I've played the most and also so far my favorite, um, is Nine, or IX, depends on who you are, uh, which is a chaos story. Um, and it's actually it's an arena really cool. in ancient Rome. It is really cool looking. Um, there's like... No, so fun. Yeah, the different perks that you can get are located in uh, four god towers i love killing tiger zombie tigers oh yeah there's also zombie tiger tigers which are great it's their replacement of hellhounds yeah pretty much so now we're going to get into the items for the different uh classes that you can make or 
uh, yeah, that you can have in zombies. This is where I just sit and listen because I don't care about perks. I prefer the BO2, BO, and BO1 style of perks with the perkacolas and stuff. All right. Well, <laughs> um, so have fun. So there's. Uh, first of all, I'm going to talk about the special weapons. Um, I'm only going to give an example of a couple of them, but essentially the special weapons is the only thing that changes between the Aether uh, class and the Chaos class, and yes, they are two separate things that you can create. And so the, uh, this, I don't know, I think, yeah, I think it's Chaos and Aether, not based on the maps, right? I think it's based off of the Chaos stories and the Aether stories. Whatever. Um, Google! <laughs> but one of them is just a hammer that you swing around and destroy everything in your path. Um, one of them is a minigun. Uh, one of them is a gun and sword, and then one of them is a flamethrower. Um, and then there's four more that I'm not going to get into right now, um, or say, at least. Um, you guys can look it up for yourselves. Um, and then some of the, a few of the equipment items are frags, Acid bombs and sentry turrets. Like it's Aether and Chaos story. Yeah, it's Aether and Chaos. Okay. Chaos um, is a new crew and maps, and Aether is the old, the like Bo One character. So it relates to Nikolai, Debsi, Takio, Takio, or something like that. And uh, I like Takis. And uh, uh Rick Tofton, Doctor Rick Tofton, or something like that. But yeah. Yeah. And then there are the elixirs, which actually take place of gobble gum from Black Ops Three. Really? You think that's stupid? Not the replacement. I just didn't like those. The gobble gum. Oh, you just anything. didn't like the elixirs or gobble gums, anything like that. Well, now you don't have to go up to a machine to get them. You just that's have them true. on you. So that's nice. And they um, recharge when you can reuse them. Uh, that's only for the common ones. Oh. Or classic ones. I'm sorry, not common ones. Um, the rest of them are only a one-time use per thing that you have. Um, and they do have a laboratory, again, for zombies that you can get these from. And so there's classic, which will recharge. And then there's common, rare, legendary, and epic ones. Um, and obviously that goes by rarity of them as well. And a couple examples is like headshots have a chance to insta-kill infinite ammo for 30 seconds like you don't have to reload you could just keep shooting hmm. um where's that minigun what where's that minigun well that minigun's a special weapon it never runs out of ammo <laughs> oh that's true well i mean it has a certain ammo where you can't use it anymore but you know what i mean and there's another one that's like turn two enemies to your side what uh, yeah it's pretty cool i need to pay attention to these again <laughs> uh there's also perks uh, which last forever uh, after you buy them. Um, and so there's 14 perks in total. Um, you can have four per class. Uh, and then uh, an example or a couple examples is like seeing nearby enemies through walls. Uh, it can have an extra primary weapon. Um, mule kick. <laughs> mule kick. Uh, or a cooldown decreased on multiple things. Um, like, uh, I don't know, like the mystery box or... Uh, pack a punch stuff like that or even like or even decrease on stuff like the guns uh on the walls so that's pretty cool yeah and if you go down like if you get injured and not but not dead yet you will lose one perk instantly um and then you'll lose uh the other slowly over time as you are downed so 
So we're also going to get into starting weapons. So, and yes, there are starting weapons that you can start out with, which is pretty cool. Um, so there's a few examples. I'm not going to list every single one because there are about like 10 of them. Um, and obviously yeah. you guys aren't going to know what they are. Guns, um, guns, and more guns, and a knife. Actually, you can't have a knife. Oh, well then. Well, I mean, you have a knife, but you don't use that as a primary. Yeah. Um, you though there is a Bowie knife that you can buy off the wall that is an insta kill until round thirteen. Do they have a uh, Galvan knuckles back? The what? Galvan knuckles. I don't think so. They're it's basically yeah. it's brass knuckles, but it's a uh, electric. Oh dang! Really? It it's almost like they oh, use yeah, a yeah, yeah. it's I basically they use a those. defibrillator as a freaking weapon. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So the different uh, types of weapons that you can have to start out with is pistols, uh, a shotgun, a SMG, and a tactical rifle. Rifle. Um, yeah, and then there's also talismans. I think talismans are new. I don't mm -hmm. think there's yeah. So talismans, uh, you can only use once per one that you have, um, and it's activated as soon as you start a match. Um, and so you basically every time that you start a round, you have to get a new talisman or you can just have no talismans um one or the other um and you can only use uh it once and it's activated as soon as you start the game and it lasts forever um well obviously there's stuff like that you can start out with an smg or you start out with an lmg or start out with a tactical rifle stuff like that um and another one is an example of like reduced cost of uh this like reduced cost of mystery weapon uh guns on the wall uh, pack a punch anything like that um and then there's also a couple of them where it's like first box pool uh you will get one that's only mystery box exclusive or just like stuff like that um which is actually pretty cool uh talismans are uh but they talismans are hard to get so i wouldn't recommend like using them every single time unless you're doing something specific um yeah so some pros and cons about this so first we're gonna start start off with the pros i feel like the maps were done really well and then the remake oh, yeah. of oh. mob of the dead was oh. really good don't um, even get me started on, on that, how amazing it is <laughs> i mean you can go on a rant if you want as long as it's not too long it's amazing that's my rant <laughs> play for yourself to experience the true glory yeah and once again treyarch did an amazing job with making the easter eggs and uh especially with how fun and complicated they are for me i really love how complicated they are some people hate that the easter eggs are really complicated but then i feel like it wouldn't be as fun did they add easter egg exclusive songs i think so okay good 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 boys good treyarch <laughs> good treyarch um, i'm sorry but their easter egg songs for zombies are amazing that's true um and then there's also the new Rush game mode, which I actually like a lot because I've never played it yet. I'm well, gonna I mean, play it tonight. You you basically you basically have, except for you just don't go after the Easter eggs. That's all it is. It's just waves of zombies, and you just survive as long as you can. There's oh, no there's no end goal to it, basically. Oh, it's normal survival. Yeah, um, which I actually do like that they added that in because I don't think they had that in any of the previous zombies. Bo Bo one and Bo two was all. Survive well. Bo two had survival, survival mode, which was just endless waves of zombies. You had mystery yeah. box and stuff, all the perk colas, and you just had to survive as long as you could. Yeah. Um. So some cons. Um. 
is that you are limited to four perks, so that means that you do have to choose between the 14. Um, obviously, that's like a, It was like that in all of them, by the way. That's... Yeah, I know. It's So it's it's not like... A, it's not like a con um, in the sense that it's like it's a bad design choice or it was just done poorly. It's just sad that you can't have more than four perks. Um, though the perks are really powerful. Um, mm -hmm. That's why they're expensive. Um... <laughs> Um, uh, another thing is that, like, no, never mind. It would be kind of dumb if you could change your class during the middle of a zombies match. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Um. Haha, I'm back. What's Oh, another stuff. thing I actually forgot to mention is that your, uh, special weapons, as you progress and use the weapons more and more, they you get different abilities, yeah, right? Yeah, they, they get upgraded, um, which is actually pretty cool. There's four, four different ones for each weapon. Yeah. Another problem that... Uh, my friends and I have had a problem with is that we get stuck so easily. It's like that in every zombie map, though. That's true. I mean, but it's still a problem. It's the same thing with, like, bad uh, deployment in the game uh, or bad respawn, whatever you want to say. Um, there's also a lot of inconsistent damage in this one. By that, I mean it's how much the enemies do to you. So an example is that the tigers hit for f can either hit for 40 health or 150 which is an extreme difference and that goes for a lot of things like the gladiators um or the crawlers like they're really they're really powerful because sometimes they can do like no damage to you or they can do all of your damage um it. so and a lot of the time my uh friend bryce manley will get really unlucky and always get the bigger health chunks and always get the smaller health chunks <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i've only played zombies with them once and i even noticed that um yeah so next thing we're going to talk about is the specialist hq um which actually replaces the campaign uh in the game um eh, i and don't really like it yeah the, the reason that they did it, i i like it for one reason that we'll get into later but um people the reason that they did it was because people showed a lot more interest in the multiplayer it's so, basically your tutorial for all the game modes and specialists. That's all it is. It's just a t a, one big, long tutorial. Yeah. And that has storyline in it, kind of. Yeah, it's well, you can't play the storyline. It's just that little cinematics at the end of each tutorial that you Which get. Which is the storyline. Yeah. <laughs> and so they figured it was a waste of time, especially since they had to do the new Blackout mode. Um, so they just added Specialist HQ. And so, yeah, so you just learn how to use each specialist, like Bryce was saying. The thing I do like about this, though, is that you do learn each of the specialist backstory mm -hmm. backstories. I think that is really cool, because especially for the ones that are also in Black Ops Three, because then you learn from like where Seraph was, uh, like when Seraph was trained, stuff like that. Um, and oh my gosh, that was creepy. Seraph cut off her arm. That's why she has a robotic arm. That was like her final test before she got the Annihilator. Was that she had to cut off her arm. And, re and replace it with that's why that's why she's so accurate with it is because the robotic arm and so her last test was to cut off her arm who is this seraph with the annihilator oh i was thinking of battery who got her arm sliced off uh no, what no, she... that's spoiler alert <laughs> no battery gets her arm shot off oh thought she gets it stabbed off when it's sliced off when the dude tackles her mm -mm. and then so yeah I, th I think that's cool um and then there's also like i mentioned earlier is the mini cinematics that create a story at the end of each of uh the things um and so yeah each story is actually between uh 
Black Ops 2 and Black Ops 3. And then another thing is that there are skirmishes that you can do with each of the uh, operators um, that are just against AIs. Um, and they get harder every time that you play them. Um, so they go from like normal to hard to veteran. So it's I think it's kind of dumb because then you can't choose what difficulty you play it as. Um, I don't know if you complete all three difficulties if you can then choose. But from what I know that you can only... It'll, it gets harder every time. Um, so yeah. So some pros that I have is that although it does replace the campaign, it was well done. Um, and it was actually pretty interesting, the story was, um, even though it was kind of separate, because then you can go back through and watch the cinematics one right after the other. That's what I like about it, too. Um, yeah. And it, it also, a thing that I really like about it, which is the reason why I was saying um, I kind of like the Specialist HQ, is because it actually teaches you how to use each operator properly. Exactly. Thanks, um, Woods. Yeah, like the previous, yeah, Woods teaches you how to use each one. It's kind of cool. Um, and the thing that I like about that is that the other campaigns taught you how to use the weapons or how to move around properly and stuff like that, but it did not teach you how to use the operators, and so you had to figure each one of those out individually, exactly. especially since you didn't have all of them unlocked immediately in Black Ops 3. Um, and I would always prestige, so I'd only have a couple of them for, like, two seconds, and then they'd go. So, yeah. Um, another pro is that... It introduces the game modes and maps. Um, but the con about that, and this kind of gets us into cons, is that it was repetitive. Mm, yeah. Because <laughs> um, it just, I mean, it was the same thing over and over again. I mean, it may, I know why it was repetitive, because they had to teach you every, all ten operators, but that means that they also taught, like, did everything the exact same time ten times in a row. So they had, it like showed you what your what your equipment and weaponry did, um, and what your main ability, what what your main thing was, like area denial or uh, tactical deployment, anything like that. Um, and it shows you how to use each thing, and then you go through a tutorial of how to use those things, and then you go into a skirmish that uses one of the game modes, and then uh, it goes into the cinematic at the end of it. But the con about that also is that it, it's supposed to replace the campaign, and I don't like that it replaces the campaign. Same. So. I like storylines. Yeah, I thought the storyline was really good, but I would have rather played it. So now we're going to be talking about our separate ratings and opinions on the actual game itself. Um, so for me, A, it was overhyped. It was way overhyped in my opinion. I mean, especially Blackout. If you've seen any Blackout trailers, there was one where it was like somebody, it was like three people in a boat like going down the river while there's a helicopter chasing them and people shooting. I'm like, and I'm like, that's probably happened, like, zero times since the game has come out. Once. <laughs> Once, maybe, yeah. But, like, at, this, at the same time, it's like, so one of them could just pull out a rocket launcher Speaking and destroy that, the helicopter. I do want to say something. Blackout is the first of the Battle Royale games. By that, I mean, except for, well, recent ones, because I'm saying recent because Arma 3 had it when they had the Battle Royale game. Uh, that you could fly helicopters and actually shoot people with the helicopters. Yeah, well, the helicopters actually don't have weapons on them. Oh, but could, either you... way, you could fly it. But Arma yeah. 3 was the last Battle Royale game to have helicopters and, and air vehicles. Yeah. Um, yeah, then also, it, it was overall a great game. Oh, yeah. But each, it, each thing individually needs its work. It but it needs... just came out, and the thing with the consoles and stuff now is they can actually update it 
give updates for it that change like the graphics and everything. Yeah, yeah. Which is really cool. Um, so yeah, so that's so for any of you who don't know, that's called optimization. Um, and optimization is a just amazing thing for games. <laughs> Otherwise, games would be screwed. Um, anyway, um, and I think yeah. So like I said, like the battle royale and multiplayer definitely needs. Uh, is like really fun, but it definitely needs optimized, especially with some of the glitchy equipment, um, or some of the OP equipment, or just some of the way that things work. Um, and then obviously they need to work on their servers. I mean, I know like the game just came out, so it's okay, but like there have been multiple times now where the server has crashed. Yes, 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 yes. It's very um, laggy. And one reason for that is because they don't have post migration anymore, which is. Stupid. Which means that if the host crashes, then that means the entire thing Server goes crash. down. Yeah. Crashes. So, cra- crashes. But I do like uh, the old Black Ops references that yes. are in uh, multiplayer with the different maps. Uh, Blackout with also the different maps in it. Firing Range of Nuketown Island. Yeah. And then there's also like the zombies with the... Mob of the Dead. Mob of the Dead Ooh, replacement. I the mic. <laughs> Um, yeah. Really? But <laughs> overall, it felt rushed, which once again is understandable by them creating out the new game mode. Um, I would definitely call Black Ops 4 a giant experiment. And I'd say that they were overally, they, overally, they were overall ex- successful with it. They were overall successful with their experiment. They just need to fix it up a bit. There's a lot to come with this game. I can, I just know already that Yeah. you can tell that there's going to be big changes. It's going to be great. Yeah, so uh, my official rating of the game is a 7 out of 10. That's mainly because I'm just not a big Call of Duty fan in the first place. I'm more of a story person, not multiplayer, um, and so campaign kind of hits me where it hurts. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Call of Duty campaigns are never good in the first place anyway. Mo- the Modern Warfare ones are really good. That's true. Then again, the Modern Warfare games are just amazing already. And then also it just needs a lot of work to it. Um, even though it's understandable why it isn't working as well as it should be. Um, but yeah, that's my official rating of the game. Okay, so now it's my turn for the overall opinion. Again, basically all my stuff's the same as Malcolm's. Um, the, the first few things, yeah. The first few things. It's It was definitely overhyped. Like, I saw these trailers with all this stuff. I was like, oh man, this is going to be so cool. Played it, played my first game. I was like, eh. It's nothing like this. Is it really, though? <laughs> And overall, it's a great game, though. I love the new game modes, like Control, Blackout, all that stuff. Of course, you gotta love the zombies. I love the black old Black Ops references. Just, I just like it. That's all I can really say. I mean, of course, it just came out, and there is a lot, and I mean a lot, of improvements that need to be done. But for them, especially with them, I think they only have, like, what, a year or two to make the game? Yeah, they, they do. They actually, they actually started um, production of this or development of this as soon as they released Black Ops Three. Yeah, so that's like what two years, three years? I think three they years, go. Yeah, because yeah, they have the three other companies. They usually come out with their games in November. Yep, and which is why Nuketown is coming out in November instead because they were not prepared to release it yet. Yep, they said that they were trying to avoid all the other big games coming out, but that's that's a bad excuse in my opinion. Yep. Um, so yeah, like all that, um, overall I gave it 
an 8 out of 10. I really like it, but what brings it down to an 8 is it's really laggy. Like, basically all the stuff Malcolm said. I don't like how they removed the story mode and replaced it with these little clips about their about the specialist background and stuff. I don't like that little stuff. I like storyline and really laggy on multiplayer and stuff. There just needs to be a lot of improvements. But other than that, it's really great for them only having three years to make because most video games you need, especially today's video games that are coming out, you need a lot more than three years like to make them. five years. Yeah. Like, it's been, like, it's been... I feel like it's been a good four... Maybe five years since Halo 5 came out, and they just released a trailer a world premiere for Halo yeah. Infinite, and so it'll be coming out, like, next... Supposedly, next year. supposedly, here's a fun fact, which it was a rumor, I don't know if it was ever confirmed. Uh, Rockstar Games started creating Grand Theft Auto 6 right after the uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 came out. Cool. And it's still not out yet, so that just shows you... <laughs> how much time and effort you need to put into video games yeah um especially for rockstar because rockstar is kind of sad in my opinion but they do well <laughs> so i'll give them a pat on the back um, 50 50 on them um yeah so that's all that we are going to be talking about um I, I should i should say all because it did take us an hour and a half to get through this um though we did go on a few rants um but yeah so that's it's the point of podcast though in my opinion so for me if you like, if you want to try this out, I definitely recommend it. But if you're kind of feeling 50-50, I feel like that you should maybe use your money towards another game. That's just my opinion. It's a good it's a good game to start out getting used to FPS. FPS meaning first-person first shooters. Yes, Call of Duty in general is a very good game to get into first-person shooters. Um, and I'd actually say that it's good for getting into Battle Royale games as well. Now, um, now yeah. Yeah, now with Blackout. Because it's not as competitive seeing how PUBG and Fortnite are still taking off with competitive play. Um, yeah, Fortnite's actually going down a lot, though. That's and good. And PUBG's still, like, rising. That's good. That's how we <laughs> need it to be. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, uh, so game on. Thanks.